Welcome to the Pub Meeple Podcast. On this microbrew, we talk about IPs we'd like to play. So grab a brew, join us at the pub, and let's talk board games. Hello everyone, I'm Gary. I'm Proper Brian. Chuck here. Jeff's here as yeah. well. Yeah, hey, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's still with us. <laughs> All right, awesome. So we're going to have Jeff here again. If you listened to our last episode, Jeff stepped in to help us record uh, when Jeff Brian couldn't. We're glad to have you here again. Um, yes, we are. Today we're going to be talking about IPs we'd love to play. Um, so books, movies, any other, any sort of intellectual property that we think would be a good game or ones that maybe got made into a game, but we kind of like to see it done differently or better. Sean, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Uh I went easy on this one and just picked my favorite movie. So I want to see Fifth Element into I a play board it. game. Sweet. I like, play that. And, and so I was I was thinking through this. Was, how is Fifth Element yeah, going to work? Yeah, please a, tell me how okay. this would work as a board game. Well, first of all, it has to make no sense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. The movie's great. The uh, So I think it would work well as a co-op uh, because you, you have the, the, like, the enemy planet that's trying to attack. So you have kind of a timeline, something you're trying to get towards. And as a co-op, everybody's trying to work together to get the all the different elements and the fifth element in the right space. So it could be maybe kind of like a little mystery type thing. Not not really mystery. The movie isn't that way, but something yeah. where you're trying to figure out clues as to where the stones are because you're yeah. trying to get these right. the, these four elements together with the fifth element. Um, it and I, I think that would be kind of cool. You, you you take it. I mean, you bring in the nostalgia of the the old movie, and you can go through these different areas where you you have the opera singer. Oh yeah, and, oh. You and like all her. the different moments. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. It'd be you great. You have multi pass like a card. Do the cards look like multi pass on the back? Oh yes, it has multi-pass. to. I would personally just look forward to that Lilu miniature. <laughs> yeah, miniature, just... miniature would have absolutely like you, un, completely unnecessary but uh, obviously you would have to right. have the miniatures because yeah. I mean, you, you, can, you can't it would, it would be a miniature game i guess yeah well yeah. sure I mean, you have the minute you got to move around to the different areas yep yeah of course if nothing else other than like uh markers instead of like little tokens you could just put a miniature there just because it's <laughs> fifth element i mean come on like that yeah, you got to do it. I'm gonna do the unnecessary miniatures for Fifth Element. I mean, it's a great IP. I, I mean, I think it, I think it would work. You actually have a, a board, and so it wouldn't be like one room or whatever. But you'd have you know the the ship, and then you'd have the different areas. You'd have Earth and the little temple and everything at the beginning. And I, I think it would be kind of cool. Like I just I'm I'm already imagining that. this game and wanting to play it right now. And uh, please, if you pick it up, don't screw it up. <laughs> okay okay Please. very cool uh well proper brian do you have an ip in mind i do um and it's one that i've actually done some uh some design work oh, with. okay this so, is cool so um my one of my favorite authors is uh brandon sanderson okay yeah and so i worked some on a while back i decided i would take um like his books and see if i could make games out of them um, uh, and so the first one I did was the Reckoner series. Um, and I, I tried to make a game out of that and, um, I just ran out of steam with, uh, having enough like time and, and play then someone really made it and really someone really made, game. someone really made it. And so I didn't get to really do pricey. that one. 
And so that's not the one I'm going to talk about right now. Oh. But uh, the one I'm going to talk about right now is the Stormlight Archive. Okay. Are you guys familiar with the series? It's a series a of books. Bit. I haven't gotten. Into I am not. I, I don't think I got one. into it. Wait, is it the uh, Way of Kings? Yes. Okay. I, I read most of the first book, and I don't know why I dropped it off because it was pretty good. Now I'm gonna have to go finish it. Yep. Now you have to finish it. So, so Born is also another game that was. Yeah, made it was another. So his, I mm-hmm. I had worked on some ideas around that too. Um, so that means that someone's gonna make this one now. Yeah. But tell us it's, about tell us about your idea for the game. In case it does come out, we can compare and contrast. Well, first, so the reason yeah, I think it would be it would make an interesting game is so this is specifically about that first book, The Way of Kings, um, and it, the way that this author writes is uh, is extremely like his. It's a so it's their fantasy series um and so he's got magic in them and the magic is all very very rule-based and um uh, he does a really good job of working in like economics into his stories and like how uh you know these different kingdoms kind of work off of each other and stuff like that so um there's already some built-in things you can look at and go oh that would translate well into a mechanism that would translate well into a mechanism um factions already there right. And such. right. And so um, in this book, you have uh, th- this uh, kingdom of princedoms. They're kind of, I mean, it's one kingdom, uh, one king, but all of these uh, different uh, uh, kind of factions inside of that. Um, and they are kind of loosely organized into this kingdom. Okay. And so, and they're all united right now against a single enemy. And so I, I kind of viewed this as a semi co op game where you are uh, trying not to let that single enemy win completely um, as the kind of the game playing, you know, as, as the, not a player, but as the, as part of the game, you're trying not to let them win, but at the same time, you are trying to be the outright winner. So you can, everyone can lose if that, if that uh, faction wins so in the books that that faction was called the Parshendi. Um, anyway, in that first book, um, they were kind of the nemesis of, of yeah. what's going on here. And they've, they, they have uh, united these uh, kind of uh, princedoms together, you know. And so anyway, so you have this kind of semi-co-op thing happening where you can all lose. So you have to work together some. Um, and then there's, uh, like, like I said, he does a really good job of, of uh, tying uh, economics into this and how uh, trade happens between these groups and um, – uh, how espionage happens between them. And anyway, um, I think it would be super fun. I've already done some work on it and it's not going to ever see the light of day probably because I just don't have the time. But um, um, it was really easy for me to, to make what I thought would be a cool game out of the story that already exists. So it's something that would translate well into to a game. And there's a lot of content there and a lot of story there to kind of pull yeah. from a lot of threads. Expansion. You could like, yeah, you could <laughs> pull into that game. I would say, uh, do any of you guys remember the, uh, my suggestion is, do you guys remember a movie from, I believe it's from the seventies called the warriors? Yes. About the, the street gang. It was kind of, yeah. Warriors. <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> in the bottle. Yes. Yeah. So it was kind of campy. But Didn't like in the best this? way, um, I don't think they remade it. If they did, I hadn't seen it, and I wouldn't watch it probably. But so the main idea of the movie is there's one powerful gang and one leader of that gang that's trying to unite all the gangs of New York, and they all get together, and then he's assassinated, and they uh, they blame it on this 
uh, gang from the Bronx, uh, the Warriors. And so the Warriors have this long trek home, and it's about one night. The Warriors are, are trying to go back across you know, the city, getting all the boroughs, trying to get to their home. And these really colorful gangs, like there's one that like they all dress up like in baseball, like baseball players with like the striped um, uniform, and they carry baseball bats. And then there's like all of them are like very colorful, like like really way overplayed. And um, it was just a, it was an interesting little movie. It's not the best movie in the world, but it, it was memorable to me in that you have all these crazy factions. And so for a game, you've already got all these factions built in. You've got some like really loony kind of crazy gangs. You got some that are pretty well organized that actually seem like they're not so crazy. And then You've got the Warriors. So I thought would, for a game, you could kind of turn the one versus many on its head. So instead of having the one like be the bad guy, like say like say an alien hunting everyone or something, you have like one player controlling the Warriors and everyone else controls these gangs trying to like stop the Warriors from getting back. And so it would probably be a, mini, it'd be a miniatures game. It sells better. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a miniatures game, and I was seeing some almost kind of like an Arcadia quest where like everyone's oh. so you've got multiple characters on your team, so everyone's got say three or four guys on their team, and on, on their turn to activate one. But you could do you could do almost kind of like a campaign with it if you wanted to, where each game was one borough or one neighborhood they went through, and you know the, the movies just rife with all this stuff you could pull from it. Like each <laughs> the one gang arm, they're all armed with baseball bats. The other gangs could, you know, be armed with uh, switchblades, you know. And um, I, I just thought it would be kind of a cool game. There'd be crazy miniatures, goofy, goofy factions. And the idea, the main objective would be for the for the one the one team to maybe make it across the board. But everyone else is trying to make it as hard as they can. So obviously you'd have to have some sort of timer or some sort of objective where if we defeat uh, 60% of your force or whatever, half your force, you're, you're out. You know, um, and then I think you could also kind of draw in some other other objectives. So we just need to delay the Warriors long enough. But anyways, the the movie if you ever if you haven't seen it and, and you have like a a Sunday afternoon free, look it up. It's actually pretty funny little kind of fun little campy romp. Like it, in the way that eight seventy late seventies and eighties movies could be kind of corny but still good and kind of worth your time. It's it's it does like it's it's corny in all the right like all the best ways in all the right so, ways yes yeah so I mean I don't know I think it would be cool and it would kind of be that one versus many but it'd kind of throw it on its head so and a great that, song at the end oh yeah. <laughs> great song at the end yeah you don't remember it uh, uh, I was gonna say it's uh, Joe Walsh okay okay in the yeah. city I just uh, okay yes no that's that's in. It ends really well. I remember liking the end. And, uh, so I have yeah, not seen this yet. I'm, you're making me want to check it out. Well, there's, there's like a, there's a iconic scene where the, the one dude's kind of taunting them, and he's got beer bottles on his fingers. He's like, "Warriors, come out and play!" And they finally they have to come out and confront this guy. It's, so it's so corny. It's it's got lines like that. But I think for a game, the theme could be really fun. You could have all these weird kind of eccentric factions, and so I think you know it'd, it'd be a fun theme. And it's something we haven't seen before. All right. I was thinking back to some of the early stories I used to read, and I was glad to see 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea come out. Mm, yeah. You know, as, as a solo play. And it's a great game. Is it Nemo's Nemo's War? War. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's also another story that has been filmed a number of times, but I don't think there's really a game that I think captures what I would like to play. And that's War of the Worlds. 
Ooh. Where, cool. where you either play humans against the Martians, and now you know the Martians are on a time restraint. So you have your resources you can either put into this invasion. If it's going really well, that's great, because then you can divert some of your resources into protecting yourself, you know? Studying your biology, knowing that you don't want to catch infection or whatever. That's a cool idea. Yeah. And as the humans, you are just kind of biding your time, you know, trying not to lose a whole lot of land. Just, you know, areas you have to retreat from. And you could keep it Victorian era instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise's, you know. I think the Victorian era would actually be more interesting. Yes. Kind of keep it a little simple, but that you know, I've had that in the back of my mind, and I, I think it would be uh, an interesting, isn't interesting one to play. If you knew there, there was on a timer, I mean, it wouldn't be thematic that that humans would know there was a timer, but if the aliens had a way to kind of modify that timer, like slow it down or halt it a little bit. Well, that's where you would put your resources into either the invasion, you know, and hopefully you're going, it's going well, or you can divert some of those resources into that type of research. But the thing is, it's, the timer won't happen all at once. It's, you know, randomly, maybe your troops mm, down mm-hmm. in South America, and then it starts to spread. Okay. Right. Yeah. And Ooh, yeah. you have to reach some type of objective, you know, subjugate the human race before. Okay. Yeah. And so the humans are kind of just fighting. Like and the humans are just. Like trying to slow you down until hopefully you're, you're dead, right? Hopefully right. You die from the disease. Right. Or, you know, they could also maybe as a side divert some of their resources into developing a new weapon or something okay. you know but yeah, yeah I, mean, I think uh, it'd be interesting that could be really cool i mean and it's 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 an ip that a lot of people know about right so yes I mean, most of us know have heard or seen or read or digested that that story in some in some form right right and you know there's just been the recent movie and um well the radio play so yeah it's got a history for sure that could be that could be a really cool. One. I really like the idea of like the two um, really different sides and how like um, asymmetrical. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they they so it reminds me a little bit of kind of like Root, um, where like all the different factions play very differently and have different kind of goals as to how they're doing it. And uh, but I, I don't know. I I have never thought of that theme before in a game, but man, when you said it, it all of a sudden it, like sparks went off in my brain. I know there's games out there that are similar, and some people are going to say that's eh, kind of like War of the Worlds. You know, when you get to like alien games, and they're going to say, well, it's kind of the same thing, but just actually have that IP with it and set in maybe the time period of the original mm-hmm. story. That's one where I think the IP would would strengthen strengthen it. So. You, you may, may have had some similar kind of stories, but having that like that original IP would, would totally strengthen strengthen the game in, in, in a very, you know, would help sell the game, definitely, yeah. and kind of strengthen the theme for it. Because I'm thinking area control, you know, and resource management, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually makes me think of another one yeah. that I hadn't thought of previously. Uh, have you all read any of the Lorian Legacies, uh, the I Am Number Four books? Um, I saw the movie, which movie's terrible. is pretty, yeah. <laughs> no, so I mean, books are way better than movie, no, right? The, the movie doesn't follow the book at all. Like, it, well, it goes on news. its own random tangents. But anyway, now, so I, I got really involved in the, the book series a long time ago, and there's quite a few of them. And they've even gone off into another, like, series of, like, they wrapped up the book series, 
which is great because I was kind of getting a little tired of it. It was getting too drawn out, and they've diverged into a new thing. But uh, so the it's based on these uh, nine different people that uh, uh, come from a different planet, and they all have individual unique powers. And so they're trying to fight off um, a, a main bad guy. He's kind of a, a you know a big alien bad guy that that was also from their planet kind of I think he's from his planet anyway I'm pretty sure he was it's been a while since I read the books but uh so they the thing is is they're supposed to have these like advisor people um again it's been a while so I can't remember their names that they call them in the book but they're supposed to help them learn these new powers and things as they go along and and I think this would kind of fit in, in just Brian's realm and his upgrading uh his character type things oh, okay and so which you you're learning these new things but you don't have anybody to guide you through the way that you're learning them and so so you get and everybody's different nobody has the same type of powers but so they each, each player would each player's board or whatever would look yeah it would look different. completely different uh, but they're all trying to work together but at the same time they're kind of at odds and some of them make even backstab within the books uh, kind of team up with the bad guy and everything else. And so there's, you, you get to play your own unique character in your own way. Um, and it's like, like the powers probably are already predetermined. Maybe yeah. you have like a, a, a deck of, you, you're not playing the nine characters. Say it's like a completely different thing. You're, I'm brainstorming as I think of this right now, but because I, I didn't really come into <laughs> well, this. But, but like cool. maybe you have like all these different, like this deck of different powers and, and, the it's not the same every time you you learn different things but you have to learn how to use them because that's one of the things they have to do is that they're not really efficient with them when they learn and so as you get better you're more efficient your decks yeah, maybe you, you maybe yeah. it's a deck builder yeah, like maybe you're, you're cleaning your yeah, deck out you're efficiently building your deck mm. in some way and you're you're gaining your powers and the, the thing is is they they work best when they're together because they all uniquely kind of complement each other in the way that they fight the bad guys Okay. Um, and then there are other ways in the books where they can contact because they're they're like spread out all over the globe, um, and they don't even know who each other is. And so they're they're trying to figure out ways to find each other. So that would be something part of the game. You have to kind of find where your other people are, so that you could come together and oh, start training cool. and learning how to defeat this bad guy. So I think I think that actually would be a, a really interesting. A lot of asymmetrical powers. Yes. So it could Maybe be a, some deck building. So it could be almost a co uh, like a, a co op. In that respect, except instead of starting like where you where everyone is together, you're starting separately and trying so, to yeah. Try like the first yeah. thing is is you're you're, you're kind of learning yourself, and then you have to find your team, and then the team has to work together. Yeah, to beat an, an opponent. You you just set the three act structure right there of the game. That's really yeah. cool. Hey, that could totally be a game, and it's a it's a known IP. Again, it's it's one that's had a movie. Not a good movie, no. But I mean, maybe, maybe the fans of the ser book series would uh, would jump on that. Well, uh, oh man, so actually, some food for thought. And if uh, anyone wants to contact us for any of these designs, <laughs> pubmeeple at gmail .com. These designs, I'm air quoting that yeah. because yeah, ideas, yeah, ideas, <laughs> ideas. Well, They're not even on paper yet. We can fix that. Yeah, <laughs> I can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, guys, uh, yeah, man, thanks for sharing your ideas. Those, man, some really interesting ideas when we kind of have fun with a question like that. I think that was, uh, it was man, especially uh, now I'm thinking, hey, uh, 
want to go write some notes down and, and contact some uh, some publishers, guys. So I'll, I'll see you guys later. No. <laughs> no. But uh, as always, thanks for getting together to talk about games. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Next time. Thanks for listening to the Buttonhole Podcast. If you enjoyed our content, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at pubmeeple.com or our website, www.pubmeeple.com, home to the board game ranking engine. And always remember, support your local breweries.